So what's on the menu at your Purim Suda? Or what should be on the menu at your Purim Suda? So there's a couple of interesting questions. First of all, do you have to wash? Do you have to have bread at the Purim Suda? Uh, one would assume yes, and I think that's certainly a prevalent custom that you people wash and have bread at the Purim Suda. Um, but it isn't so simple. Um, some say that uh, it's not brought down necessarily that you have to wash. Um, Mishnabur doesn't really weigh in on it. However, he does say something that's very telling. He says that, um, what happens if you forget Alanisim at the Purim Suda? So he says, you don't go back and bench again unless it's the first meal of the day. If, if it's your first Suda of the day, so this is, you haven't had a Suda in the morning, you're just having this one Suda, Mishnabur says you go back and you say Alanisim again. So that's code word for you have a chiv to have this suda and a chiv to have bread. Because you know the halacha is that if you forget ritzay on Shabbos, you have to bench again. Why? Because you have a chiv to have a suda. Um, and whenever you have a chiv to have a suda, that means you have a chiv to bench with the addition of that particular day. So therefore, you have to bench again. Um, as opposed to, let's say, if you forget Yal V'yovay on Rosh Chodesh, you don't bench again because there's no chiv to have a suda. So if the Mishnah Burr is saying that if you're only having one suda, um, you have to bench again if you forget Al-Anisim, so presumably he's on, on the, of the understanding that you have to wash and you have to have bread. Um, it's just interesting because when it comes to Davin, and comes to Tefillah, if you forget Al-Anisim, you don't go back and say Shemun Esra again. But there's apparently, a, there's a, there's, it's so important to have this Mishta, to have this Suda, um, that he hold, seemingly holds you have to wash. And that's, as far as I know, that's the Minuk. Um, do you have to have meat? Or can you have a dairy Suda? Um, so it's actually Machlekes. Um, the Rambam says you have to have meat. Um, so very clearly, the Purim Suda is supposed to be with meat. Um, others say that um, that's res- that is really just a takeoff of the uh, mitzvah to have meat at a Yom Tov Suda. Um, and some say that that's only true at the time, in the times when you had Basar Shlamim, when you were able to eat meat from the Karbanos, which unfortunately we can't do today. So some say that nowadays you don't have a chiv to eat meat. Um, rather, it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah to have meat. Uh, but of course, what's the mitzvah? The mitzvah is the simcha of meat. If you don't like meat or if you're a vegan, obviously you should not force yourself to eat meat. Um, but if you like it, it's certainly the seeming, seemingly a positive thing to have meat at the Suda. Um, and the last question is, um, we know you're supposed to drink at the Purim Suda. Um, and some people, by the way, are very makbid that... Uh, if you look at the way the Rambam puts it, the Rambam says that you're chayv to drink, but he puts it as part of the halacha of the Purim Suda. Um, so, you know, having a bunch of shots at 8 o'clock in the morning on Purim, according to the Rambam, there's no mitzvah to do that. The mitzvah is to drink at the meal. Um, others say you still get a mitzvah if you do it earlier, but anyway, um, that's up to you. Um, so, you have to drink, um, but you have to drink wine. Um, some people don't like wine. Some people like to drink scotch or whatnot. Um, so, when the Gemara says, the Gemara says you're supposed to drink on Purim, Rashi says yain. Rashi says wine. So the question is, does Rashi mean that specifically? Some say yes. Others say, no, 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 Rashi just meant wine because that's what people normally would drink. Uh, certainly in the times of the Gemara, that was the most popular alcoholic beverage of choice. Um, but others say that no, they're supposed to, it's supposed to be wine because uh, they're supposed to remember the nace, the, the, the story of Purim. It all happened with wine. They were drinking wine. That's what clearly it says, it says they, they were drinking wine. Um, again, Mishnah does not weigh in on it. However, um, in the Bir Halacha, where he, there's a Bir Halacha where he talks about not overdoing the drunkenness, he says you should probably be careful not to drink uh, excessive amounts of scotch, Yain Saraf. Um, because people get very drunk from it and they end up doing things that they regret and it's not a good idea. So the fact that he's saying not to drink a lot of 
scotch. Clearly, he's understanding you could do the mitzvah with it. If, he, if you can't do the mitzvah with it, he wouldn't have said, don't drink excessive amounts. He would have said, don't drink it at all. The fact that he's saying, don't drink excessive amounts, implies that he certainly holds it. You could do the mitzvah with that. Um, but there are certainly opinions who hold that Kitzvah Shulchan Aruch holds that if you drink anything other than wine as your alcoholic beverage, there is absolutely no mitzvah whatsoever. Um, when it comes to drinking wine, the purpose of it is there mitzvah of chinuch for children. Um, and besides the fact that it's illegal um, and probably not a good idea to give your children wine, or at least a lot of it, um, but is there a mitzvah of chinuch? And the answer is absolutely not. Um, the, I believe it's the... It's the Gra who says that there's no, there's no mitzvah of chinuch. Um, and that really makes sense, he says, because children don't get simcha from it anyway. They might get simcha because they, they think they're doing something chashev, but really they don't get simcha from it. Um, and, and he said it's dangerous for them, some say, so uh, th- there's absolutely no mitzvah of, of chinuch for them. They could have grape juice if they like, but uh, you're not getting a mitzvah if you give them wine. Good night. <laughs>